Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 32. In this episode I chat to Pat and she tells me what she's been up to in the last week or so. And to be honest, she's not been up to an awful lot in the West End because she was away over in Ireland and uh, meeting her relatives and hanging out and then she's been doing kind of family stuff on the way back but we do chat about what's coming up and we, I do go back to uh, telling you an interesting West End fact which I forgot to do the last time If you're enjoying the podcast please get in touch, we really would love to hear from you and certainly would like to hear your questions and we'll put the questions into the, into the podcast and try to answer them for you and if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe, okay? So let's find out what Pat's been up to over in Ireland uh, and which, what's coming up in the West End. Okay, Pat. Hello, Tim. I think that's us running. Okay. And uh, about three weeks ago I said I would start the podcast with a West End fact and then I forgot all about it of course. So um Okay, so what's your West End fact? The West End fact today is and this is from GlasgowWestEnd.co.uk which is a page on what's it called? Interesting and unusual facts. And the interesting and unusual fact is this Partick has been in existence since at least eleven thirty six at various times being known as Perdic, which is P-E-R-D-E-Y-C, Perthic, P-E-R-T-H-I-C, Perthic, P-E-R-T-H-E-C, and Partic, without the K on the end. Okay. Yeah. Until the mid-1880s, Partic had a drummer who would beat his drum every day at 5am to get everyone up for work. And at 9pm, to signify that it was time to go back to bed. Early to bed, early to rise, yeah. And that is from the story of Partick, Volume 1, by Bill Spaulding. Very interesting. So there you go. Yeah. There's, a, there's quite an interesting article on the website um, called Glasgow's Gurnall, and that's about Partick. All right. It's, um, Ian Mitchell wrote it. It's had loads and loads of... Um, it's been up for many years, but... It's been, Still gets a lot of traffic. It gets a lot of traffic as people find it very interesting. And that's on glasgowwestend.co.uk. Yeah. How would they find that? So type in um, Partick, Glasgow's Gurnall, G-I-R-N-A-L. Okay, good, good. Right, let's get to the meat of the matter, Pat. What have you been up to? Well, I've been away... So I can't really give much slowdown on what's been happening in the West End because I've been in Donegal in Ireland mm-hmm. visiting my relatives. So that was lovely. Tell me a wee bit about that. Well, I went to Bincrana, where that's where my great-grandfather and great-grandmother on my mother's side come from. So um, Irish... Immigrant stock, same as half of Glasgow. Right. Um, same as me. Same as you. You're a Dubliner. 
anyway, the rent I get picked up at Eglinton in, in Derry and they're so good to me, they're so nice, it's lovely to see them <clears throat> and I hadn't been since last year and got quite a lot of family there but but best of all I, I didn't when I booked I hadn't I hadn't really I just it was just kind of last minute and I didn't know that two of my cousins were home one from San Francisco and one from Sydney so George and Connell mm-hmm. so I hadn't seen them for eight years so we had quite a few reunions and um, my cousin Margaret and Lily um, well, Lily's in care now, she's 88, but she she was quite good, so I went to see her and saw Fiona up at the old house and Margaret and Sue. I, I don't know how many houses I was in, but eight lots of scone bread, eight lots of homemade scone bread, and um, it was great, it was good to see them. Sounds still as different as it was when we went a couple of decades ago. <laughs> oh, it's very different. I mean, the minute, you know, you know, my leg's quite sore, as you know, so I couldn't carry my... I was only wanting to just take my wee keys. I was only going for a few days, so I was only wanting to go um, and take luggage on with me, but it would be difficult for me carrying it up the stairs. But you can kind of, you know, cherry-pick and say, this is the help I need. You're either able or disabled. Mm-hmm. So I had to go the disabled. So I get lifted up and down in the in the hoist onto the aeroplane and in the wheelchair. Right, okay. So anyway, I mean, they're fine at Glasgow Airport. Oh, you took me over. Yeah. And they're fine, but they're quite... Um, they don't really speak to you or anything, you know. They're, they get you in the chair and pull you along and there's no conversation or anything, but that's fine. But... It's totally different. The minute you arrive in Ireland, I mean, the, the when I was getting off, this guy said, "Come on, take my arm, take my arm." Obviously, I can't do the accent, you know. But take my arm, take my arm. Will you and I go down the aisle and all this? I mean, Blimey. crack the crack. crack. I mean, it just starts immediately, and they're they're all laughing their heads off, and you know, um, everybody speaks to you. Right. You know, it's. It's just a completely different culture. You're on that aeroplane for half an hour and it's a totally different culture. You know, and that's, that's the north, you know, it's, you're arriving at Derry's in the north. I mean, then you whiz along into Donegal. I mean, no notion of any border. You couldn't see if you passed a, when you passed from the north into the south. You know, there is just nothing, no sign. So I don't know what's going to happen about that. With Brexit, yeah. And I went in, you know, and I went into um, Derry one day with my cousin Margaret and her mum, because Margaret had a few different chores to do. Because that's the nearest big city. Yeah. Well, not big city; it's a town. Um, is, is Derry? No, Derry it might be Derry city, right enough. Anyway, it's the second um, biggest centre in the north of Ireland and it's handy for Donegal. Yeah. So for so the the practice and forwards there like yo yo's, you know, to to Margaret had ordered um new blinds or something and she'd something else to pick up um in another shop. So we went to a few different places where she was picking things up. So I, it would be catastrophic really to have that border back. What they saying in Ireland? What they saying about Brexit when you were over there? Were they talking about it? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they're 
don't don't like the idea of it at all. Not like ourselves. In the south, don't like the idea of it. It is. I mean, the, the people are doing well in Ireland. They're doing very very well. There's not an awful lot of work um, round about, um, and there's not. But there's quite a lot of work in Belfast. The Belfast doing quite well, but um, the. Um, they don't like the idea. They don't like that, like the idea of Brexit at all. You know. Well, they didn't vote for it, did they? They didn't vote for it. And they wouldn't be voting anyway in the no, south. No, of course they not. Wouldn't be voting. Well, at the same time, it's a fact. It's a fact. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so as I say, I had a great time in um, in Ireland as usual, and when I come home. There was a big, big delay. I was yeah, at the airport for five and a half hours. The plane was delayed. Yeah. Um, so I was in the sat in the airport. It was it wasn't too bad actually because um, where I was sitting in my wheelchair, there was a big space in front. So all the kids played there, and they were quite entertaining. So I, I didn't, I didn't find it. Um, it would have been worse if it had been dead late at night. But because it was a time you were weakened anyway, mm. it wasn't. It could have been worse. And you got home anyway. I got so home. Good I'm back home. <laughs> back home, and you had watered all my plants, so I was very happy. Okay, I'm looking at your list of things here, and uh, next thing you're talking about is your visitors. Oh yeah, that was great today. Um, my two nieces and my great-niece came up <laughs> well, a lot, quite, a, quite a lot of great-nieces actually um, oh, I think, how many people were um, Aileen, Danielle Danielle's four girls and Aileen's wee girl, the wee boy and Sarah and Jacob the baby my great, great nephew great, so, great nephew uh-huh. So he's adorable. Yeah, it was fun. It was lovely to see them all. You know, so I enjoyed that. They were here all day. Well, when you come in. They were, that's true. They, they didn't all come <laughs> together right enough because the wee girls nowadays, they have parties to go to or they've been to something. They just have... The, the Wayne's have such a social, social life. life. It's unbelievable, you know. Yeah. Somebody else was saying that, but I can't remember who it was. Wayne's used to go out and play, but now they actually have dates. Oh, their whole day is made up of dates. Play dates. Was it? I can't remember who was talking about that. Yeah, um, I mean, well, they, or they have sleepovers, or mm. they have, yeah, they have somebody sleeping over, or they're going to their club. And then also, Eve, she's now going to the starting big school. Right. So, the, there was a whole big... Um, Affair, a whole big sort of graduation from the primary school and right, new dresses and outings. And when did that all start? I don't know. We just for the prosecution here. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just left and had our school holidays and then <laughs> went back or went to the big school. That's right. So. Must all come from America. We could rant about not being a bad thing, but it's probably, isn't it? Fine, well, the only thing about it, um, I think it's not great. 
There must be some kids that cannot afford all these. Yeah, I suppose that's the, the downside. I mean, they go about in limos and God knows all what and higher halls. And yeah, yeah. I mean, there must be a huge divide. Yeah. See, so yeah. thinking, talking about that, do you know what's really good just now? See, um, the swimming baths in Glasgow can go for free, the kids. All right. Okay. So good. that's um, been that uptake's been fantastic. Two thousand, I think, to you know, to come the first week or something. Right. Imagine that. That's amazing. No, it's great because <clears throat> things are expensive. Yeah. You know, and if sure. you've not, if you're not, um, if you're in a like, zero years contract or something, how the heck are you going to take your kids along? Yeah, because this is still the summer holidays for the. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need things to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they were all here. You know, that's why they were all able to come. So that was that was lovely. Um, I enjoyed that. So I mean, really, things have been pretty much revolving around family. I went to see my brother yesterday in hospital. Um, he fell. My older brother Drew. So he's in hospital in Paisley. <coughs> so I got. I'm never in Paisley. Well. The only time we would have been in Paisley if maybe you'd had a gig. So we're going over right. at, at night time yeah, and yeah, just, you know, going straight to the place. So I haven't actually been in Paisley for years under under my own steam. And I got off at Gilmer Street. I got the, the train into Central Station. Then I got another train to Gilmer Street. It looks absolutely lovely. I mean, I've got some fabulous buildings in, in Paisley in that whole wee area. And when you come out of the station, it really, really looks lovely. Right. I've not been there for ages. Ages. I used to think I'm through there, I'm always driving through in the car. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've never... That's, it's, well, I, that, that would probably be with you a lot of the time. So I've never had that. I mean, I knew like the Abbey is beautiful, yeah. but this isn't... This is a, a, like another part. And really, it, it, was, it was so attractive. It was, it was super. Um... I mentioned last time that we did podcast that there's going to be the Scottish Opera are going to um, be in Paisley. So that, that should be um, a really good event, 26th and 28th of July. Right, right, okay. Is that the one that... Uh, is it Marianne? Your cousin, Marianne Cahoon. Marianne uh, Cahoon's. Yeah. She's the head of props. She's yep. doing it. That's right. Yeah. So she was, she told me about it. Right. And yeah. I put it up on the website and yeah. when I read about it, I mean it sounds really fantastic. So okay. that's about um, That's about it. What I've been up to? What have I been up to? Played a lot of music at the weekend, wrote a new song, recorded it, uh, which was a kind of folky thing. The Yellow Clock. The Yellow Clock, that's right. I love it, it's great. <laughs> Quite enjoyed that. I don't think we actually went in, went out the weekend or in. No, we were going to go to the pictures and yeah. then it was um, a lot of stuff on for kids. Also we had Ryan and that's Colin right. staying. That's right. And then uh, last night I did started making a video with my band, the Bear Pit Brothers, or our band, the Bear Pit Brothers down at Bolton Harbour. No, hijinks. Which was absolutely, I mean, that last night was absolutely gorgeous. The photographs The sun was setting and, I mean, it was spectacular. Uh, and while we were doing it, a few boats went past one, absolutely enormous, huge, big boat. It must a, have been a, a cruise or something. I don't know what it was, but it was absolutely enormous. And there was a tug pushing it from the back. And uh, 
I seem to be taking, I seem to be quite close to the, to the side of the clade at one point. So that was spectacular. And we'll find out how the, how the video yeah. went. Yeah. But the photographs are lovely. Yeah, I took a couple of photographs. Well, that was, that was, you looked as if you had great fun jumping, jumping yeah. about. Apart from hurting my back, of course, that was, that was the only downside. Well, jumping about with a guitar on might be tricky. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I haven't done it for ages, so <laughs> that's probably why I hurt my back. Uh, and we also arranged to go and see one of our favourite artists, which I think we did mention the last time chat, which was Ice to Mint. Uh, did we? Did we I'm mention it before? That. Right, I know, that'll be good. But, so, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to that. On Friday. We trip up to Paris. And she's only another guy whose name escapes me. He's also very good. I've, got some, I've listened to a lot of his music, but I can't remember his name. But I used to mention the one. Because I get some some rain. You wouldn't mm -hmm. laugh. Um, yep. And then <clears throat> there's a there's a novel of law coming up. We're going to the Edinburgh Festival as well, and mentioned that before. We're going yep. to see David Belcher's play. So that's on the Wednesday. The I can't believe it's going to be August. I don't know where July is going. But um. So we're, we're, going, we're going up to Perth, then we're going through to Edinburgh, and then there's so much on because um, the festival, Merchant City Festival, oh. will then start. So um, I haven't really had a look at the the programme. I, I better get quite, a, you know, get to work on it and get some stuff right. up on okay. on the um, and it's on at the same time as the Glasgow. Are, are the hosts along with Berlin for the European Championships? Oh yeah, that's the sports. The sports, right. uh huh. That's so good. yeah, it, it will. I mean, they've got a big, big. The, the, there's got loads and loads of different venues um, for it, right? I mean, it's not just in Glasgow. It's because um, uh, like the Cathkin Breeze, that'll be the they're going to have the bike trails, and then there's stuff on down at the BMX Centre now. Is that down at Kelvin Grove? I don't know if that's the BMX Centre, I'm not sure. I think it is. Mm. Um, there's also stuff on it in Loch Lomond. So it's, it's pretty wide. Okay. And then the um, the velodrome, obviously, no, Chris, Chris Hoy velodrome. And then the rowing is at Strathclyde Country Park. That's also going to be where the, the triathlon will take place. So, and then Tollcross the big big swimming centre so yeah um, I seen, seen a sign up and buy, I think it was Byers Road they're closing it off for a cycle race for a wee bit oh good that's so, good that's always exciting yeah I loved that when it was the Commonwealth Games yeah. it was great so that, that'll be really good and then while that um, the European Championships are on there's something running alongside it and it's a festival 2018, so that's just a cultural festival, yeah, yeah. so there'll be music and... Yeah, yeah. I know a wee teeny bit about that because, of course, Stephen, my wee brother, he was planning to do something in conjunction with it, but it never actually came to fruition, which was to do with electronic music. There was a bit of a gap in the, uh, you know, the promotion of what is quite a big musical culture. Maybe this is a secret, but Stephen was putting forward 
to host this something this big event, which would be all about electronic music, which would be a kind of European wide appeal. People mm-hmm. would come from all over the place, mm-hmm. um, and it was going to be and it was going to be along with the Glasgow two thousand and eighteen, mm-hmm. but it never happened. So it's probably it's probably just going to be delayed. It'll probably be next year or the year after it. But just well, that's a great that idea. That's mm-hmm. a great idea because there's such a huge. Uh, seen and it's not catered for by any festivals really no so there you go <laughs> so there's a Steve is a DJ and hires a PA equipment and stuff so he knows all that stuff yeah so there's a lot on um, down at the you know the fiesta down at Kelvin Grove at the bandstand and um, yeah. first day kit are on next week who? first day oh, first day kit of course yeah yeah. yeah. So, we'll maybe see yeah. what night that is. The um, but it's going to be so. There's going to be over the next couple of weeks, well, uh, well, next few weeks, in Glasgow. It's going to be absolutely jumping. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just I hope this good weather keeps up for them. You know, because it'll be brilliant. I I mean, there's no point in people going away. No, everybody's coming to Scotland anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I read last week something about the increase in tourism. Can't remember what the figure was, but I think it was something like maybe sixteen percent uh-huh, or something like that. I think the that's the thing that quite a lot of that is to do with Outlander. Right. Okay. I thought you were going to say the exchange rate. I'm sure Outlander's got something to do with it. Well, no, this, well, I've, although Outlander, of course, um, no, it wasn't. It didn't go out of first in Scotland. Yeah. I think David Cameron had put his foot put down the bed or something. Anyway, um, it's absolutely daft actually. But I mean, <laughs> you know, people, I think people like it. I kind of sort of watch it with half an eye and. Um, yeah, it's, I don't I suppose because it's fantastical, you know, it's mm. fantasy as, as well yeah. as a magical realism or whatever. But um, it's very, cool. very popular, but it's. I mean, it does show you all Scots and the way they spoke, and yeah, yeah. but it's, I think it's set in France at the moment. The costumes right. are fabulous. Yeah. Anyway, it's done done something for tourism. Um, I'll just mention that um, the there's a smashing shop in Glasgow's West End called Janet and John. It sells all Scottish goods. The, the, it's all handcrafted, mm-hmm. you know, like um, art and lovely cards and gifts and um, that. so they're going to be five years old on the first. Oh, on, right, five years. Uh, five years has been there. So they're having a wee kind of party if you go along in the evening. They'll be opened in the evening. Cindercurses Arcade and you'll what get day a, is First of August, first Wednesday, first of August, right. and you'll get a wee Prosecco um, and, Good. you know, Whatever, I think there's well 10, per, ten, 10% um, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely wee shop they've got a 10% discount as well and also um, Nancy Smiley has got a discount on at the moment, 20% so I, I'm not I'm not quite sure, that might be buying online but people can check out Nancy Smiley, just type in Nancy Smiley shop, they'll get it on, on Google and they can check it Okay. So, Jim, the guy that's on with Iris Dement is called, let me see, Rodney Crowell. Ah, uh, Rodney Crowell, yeah. Yeah. I know Rodney. Rodney. 
he's a bit of a pioneer in what they call Americana. Uh, he's been around for a very long time. He did did his work with uh, Amy Lou Harris. He did, had a successful album out. He's done a lot of stuff over the year with her. But he was one of those first folk that did like that took American country music and turned it into like electric rock almost. Mm-hmm. And they had a big hit with that kind of style of music. But now he does much more acoustic again, but it's still in that Americana mm-hmm. style. I expect he'll be there with his acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. That's a good songwriting. Yeah. That's, well, that's his strong suit, songwriting. Mm-hmm. Do you see in Edinburgh when we're through that Rip It Up Fest um, exhibition is on all about Scottish oh, right. okay. music. So it okay. seems to be very popular. Good. So maybe we'll go and see that. Yeah, sure, sure. should mention that we put out the Alistair Braidwood podcast and last Oh, yeah, all right, that's right. Which was very good. So. Yeah, I'd mentioned the last time that Alistair had been. Up so Alistair runs the Scots We Hay website and podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interviews in Scotland's culture. Uh, no, no, it's very, 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 very good website and podcast. I mean, it sort of keeps you up to date with yeah. all that's happening and books and music. So you interviewed him and the yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. well worth tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I interesting. I also. Um, my next podcast will be um, Greg Hemphill. Yeah, so that will go out next week. Okay. We're doing we're doing the interviews every fortnight now. I don't know if I mentioned it to you, <laughs> but because of our disasters a couple of weeks ago, where two of our podcasts uh, couldn't couldn't be done, well, we reversed it to the fortnightly. Because Fort- fortnight's fine. Because we've got these ones. We've got these ones, so that's good. So if anybody expect, was expecting a podcast this Thursday with an interview, I'm afraid to say there wouldn't be one, but we'll get one next week. Okay, is there anything else we need to talk about? I'm sure there's loads of things, but uh, um, ten I think that'll... Oh, new yeah, t- new yeah. New 10 Writers project oh, coming up. Yeah, um, that's, well, you come up with that, uh, ideas around that. So that's, um, it's been really, it's been smashing doing the, the ten writers and I'm dead chuffed that the you can get the book and C D in the Glasgow Library's um, ticket. So that you can get I think they've got most of the copies in the Mitchell, but also Hill Head Library. Alright, okay. So that's good. Um Yeah, I've seen it in Hill Head. <laughs> it looks lovely, Yeah, I walked it? past it and there's sort of feature shelf and it was sitting up there. Oh no. So it was nice. It was really great. <laughs> <laughs> Guess me such a thrill. <laughs> anyway, um We'll be doing another, another yeah, we'll do another project. project. Some of the same writers and a few new people. Mm-hmm. And it's all under wraps at the moment because we haven't completely come yeah. down. Mm-hmm. But you were saying yeah. some to get back to you, is that right? No? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I just let some of the people know to say, um, and Samina's in Pakistan just now, but she yeah, knows. Yeah, I've seen her on and, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'm sure it'll all shape up absolutely fine. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I was just going to add that, you know, we've got the new blogger on the site, Lola Rose, mm-hmm. who came for um, work placement. Oh, my goodness, what a smart girl. I mean, the, it is a wee bit complicated um, putting up, you know, adding stuff to the, the site. If you, I mean, it's not... It's not 
it's like, I mean, it's like, I do it all the time. But when it, for when somebody's doing it at first, yeah. I usually say to, to them, look, do you want me, I show them what to do, but I usually say, or else you show them, but I usually say, look, I can do it the first time and, um, you know, till you get used to it, or, um, and I go through it with them, you know, how you add it, how you create a new post, how you put it into the category and get it up on the website, how you add the photograph, and then um, to be aware of copyright issues and mm, so on. With the pictures, yeah. I mean, <coughs> she just did everything. There was not one single thing. She just did it, let me know, that's it up. So it's an interesting um, wee feature on kids at school and how the sort of um, schools push them for success and they push them to achieve and it's like exam, exam, exam right, and just okay. kind of questioning that if that's the right way you know if that's what yeah. education should be about so it's an in- interesting you would question it as well yeah <laughs> it's, it's, so it's an interesting um, feature and well done Lola just um, yeah absolutely everything and I asked about the um, image if it was okay she said yeah I did what you said I, um, I looked on Wikipedia, Wikipedia Wikipedia Commons yeah so, so talking about education I don't know there's people that are listening to this podcast from all over the world uh, when I was doing my course at Glasgow Caledon University I did a course which compared America in the UK and Germany and Japan and one of the things we spoke about was the education system and Scotland exported a lot of its the way we educate people in the sort of 19th century and it was more to do with an attitude particularly exported mostly to, to Japan uh, which was the idea that kids are not stupid or smart they just either trying harder or no trying hard mm-hmm. and you can encourage them to try harder mm-hmm. and everybody can learn the stuff that you try to teach them mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just an approach mm-hmm. which uh, then was, and so Scotland's always been very successful in terms of their edu- educational achievement and so is Japan uh, so that was just kind of side given that we're talking about that mm-hmm. you just think that's still the case or do you think it's well, certainly the propaganda that you hear on the news, on the telly is telling you that Scotland's education system is in tatters, but that's a, a load of guff, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Danielle, when um, the, both Danielle and Aileen are school teachers, mm-hmm. and when Danielle was up today, she was telling me that she teaches business studies and she, but she's also got another project within the school, and what that is about is working with the kids on transferable skills mm-hmm. but to let them understand when they are using those skills right. not when they're using um, problem solving skills yeah. when they're, because just, some of them you would say to them ask them what skills they had and they might say well, I haven't really got any or something say so, well you've got communication skills you've got mm-hmm. um, IT skills you've got um, interpersonal skills so it's about identifying those skills that they have letting them understand that they have these skills mm-hmm. when they use them and that builds up their self-esteem yeah. well I mean I'm not, I don't know enough about the Scottish educational system to know 
whether it's brilliant or not brilliant or whatever. But certainly, Scotland is still known as having the best educated population in the Euro- in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's easy to check, you just Google it and you'll find that that is actually the case. That's what the studies show. So the Scottish education system can't be that bad. <laughs> well, I know that that owns, I can't remember what that stands for. ONS. ONS, but it's the government's own statistics. Right, okay. And um, well, I think the last one they've got is something like 2014. Right, okay. the, for this, but at that point, um, Scotland had more people than any other part of the UK with a higher level right. of education. Okay. They had quite quite a quite a bit right. more. Because, you know, anyway. And, but there you go. Best hairdressers, I would say. Best hairdressers. Well, I mean, when Al Pacino was in London, what did he needed his haircut? What did he do? They flew Winston down. Yeah, from Glasgow West End. Yep, so best hairdressers. Obviously, <laughs> I think I'll have to leave it on that note. Okay, Jim. Thanks, Pat. You're welcome. Thanks to all our listeners. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And that's it. It's another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Hope you enjoyed that. If you did, uh, and even if you didn't, please subscribe and please get in touch. We want to hear from you. Best way to do that is from Pat's Twitter, which is at Glasgow's West End. But if you really like the old-fashioned email, you can email me at jim at glasgowestend.co.uk or pat at glasgowestend.co.uk. Okay, catch you later.